Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! He's the fastest man on the planet. He'd have got there, Rabbit. Yes, yes, two days away from Teamless Tuesday. I don't think times get much more exciting than this. Obviously, everything that we've been putting out, all the content, myself, all the other content creators out there, we're very, very excited for the season to start. I'm sure you guys are too. Uh, today, I wanted to break down my team pre-Teamless Tuesday. Now, I dropped this on my Instagram and Facebook last night, but I wanted to sort of give you guys my in-depth feedback uh, rather than just a bit of a written form. So, for you guys that have seen it, you'll know you can either pull it up and follow along. If you guys that haven't seen it, um, you can listen, and I'm happily going to break it down for you guys. So, up top, we have Jaden Braley. Now, Braley is expected to play close to 80 minutes from all reports. Uh, in terms of hookers, I've always gone with cheap hookers. I've made a couple of changes to the team, which you'll see. You might notice that there's no Connor Watson here. Um, but yeah, Jaden Braley's in there for now. He's priced at 356k, so not much to really say about this. A starting hooker that's going to play close to the full game. We saw last year, in the very small sample size, he had uh, a base of about 55. So if we can build on that, get some attacking stats in there, uh, I think it's going to be a pretty good pickup. On the bench, we have Jacob Little now. This is going to be swapped out for Simpkins if he's named on the bench at all, but look, for now, with the team list that I think the Tigers are going to name, Little's there, obviously one of the most popular players in the game, just going to be a, a hooker to make cash. So no two, no surprises with him there, but uh, Braley's a little bit of a left-field shout, but yeah, he's going to be playing 80, and uh, I really like that pickup. In the front row, we have gone with my main man, uh, CSC Watakiaho. Nothing's changed from the start of the game to now. He'll be in there. Uh, barring the world ending, that's the only reason why he'll be coming out of the side. Now, another man that I've brought in that I was keen on all preseason, but I couldn't find the cash for him is Christian Welch. Now, I think Welch is going to be one of the biggest beneficiaries from the injury crisis that the Storm have. Obviously, Finn Kane's gone down. We expect Asfa Solomona to maybe move into prop or 13 and, and Welch to fill one of those positions. Harry Grant goes down, so Brendan Smith comes in as well. It's another bench spot that's going to get filled by a rookie, and I think Bellamy's going to rely heavily on Welch to, to pick up that slack. So another good pickup for only 450k. I think he's got a lot of room to improve, but also uh, a lot of room to make money and good points. On the bench, I've gone with two cheapies. I've gone with Stefano Tuomakane from the Tigers. Not really much to say about this pick here. Um, yeah, I think one of the most highly touted players. Cheap front rower off the bench. Going to make some coin. Bit of a slow burn, but happy to put him there and just let him sit there for half the season. The next man hasn't moved from my team from the last team reveal I did as well. And that's Peter Holler. Uh, reports are that he's going to snag a bench spot for the Cowboys. And at, uh, at 203k, it's a pretty good pickup, I think. There's some other options out there if he isn't to be named. I do have $48,000 left in my team to make some upgrades. So someone like uh, a Daniel Alvaro or a, a Farmasuli from the Dragons as well. So there's a couple of routes to upgrade there, but for now, Peter Holler's in there just because he is the cheapest. 
Second row, I've stacked it pretty heavy. I've gone Angus Crichton. Don't need to talk too much about Crichton. We know uh, he's my first player picked in the team. Next man is Mitch Barnett, another one that I've been pretty high on all preseason. You guys asked me for, your, for some advice from your teams. I'm always recommending Barnett. I think he's going to be in for a good year at 13. Uh, the next man has come in based off the trials, which is Tino Fa'asua Malawi. Uh, like I said in Tom Sankster's Top 20 Cash Cows podcast, I think he's going to be in for a good year based off the workload that I saw against the Warriors. Looks like he's really energetic and involved. And another man that I've brought in on the bench is Josh Jackson at 439k. Now, Jackson's expected to be playing 13. Adam Elliott is out for an extended period of time. I think the edge back row is going to be filled by someone like Corey Waddell uh, or Joe Stimson, and the other one will be played by Raymond Fitella Mariner. So, look, Jackson's in there. In prior years, he's averaged anywhere up to 59. I think playing in the middle, it's even going to go higher. Last year was a down year for Jackson, but I expect that to jump up around 63, 64, and I think there's some good money to be made there. The bench options, I've gone with dual position Ben Murdoch-Masilla now. Uh, a pretty highly touted player as well coming back from the Super League. I've spoken about his praises highly this preseason. I'm not going to go into him too much. Another man that I won't go into too much is Jordan Ricky. Another man that is just in the team there based on price and starting and, and should generate me some good coin. Halfback and my vice captain for round one is Nathan Cleary. Uh, the best halfback in the game. By far stands out well and truly above the pack. You can argue maybe DCE, but without Tommy Turbo there, I'm not a huge fan of DCE. On my bench is one of my reserves, and it is Jamal Fogarty at 430k. Now, Fogarty, I think, is going to be in for a really good uh, eight weeks or so to start the season. Titans have a fantastic draw. He can build off the back of that last year. It looked really good in the trials. looked really energetic. All the content that I've seen from the Titans on social media, he looks really involved in training as well. So Fogarty's there based on the draw, but there is plenty of guys I can upgrade him or downgrade him to uh, when he peaks for me. Now, 5.8, this is where it's changed. Uh, I had Munster and Dylan Brown all preseason, but in order to structure the squad that I wanted to, both those guys had to go, unfortunately. I've gone a bit against the grain and not taking a Munster or a Walker. And the reason why I have gone down this cheap slash mid-range option is because it frees up me nearly 600k to use elsewhere. So I can bring in the guys like Barnett, Welch, and Jackson. So in the 5.8s, I've run with Lachlan Lamb and Connor Watson. I've shifted Connor Watson down. I now have two dual position 5.8s there. Lachlan Lamb was really exciting in the trial. I think he's going to have a, a bit of a, an impact on this Roosters attack. I don't think it's all going to be Kiri, which is great to see. Connor Watson, obviously, one of the, the best buys of the year, I think. Definitely uh, a safe option to be playing at 13. Center wings. This is where I've gone a little bit different to all preseason. I've spoken about cheap center wings, cheap center wings, cheap center wings. Uh, I was very high on Dylan Walker. Uh, and unfortunately, he's had to drop out of the side from the sheer fact that I'm not a huge fan of him without Tommy Turbo on the side. So my center wings haven't changed too much, but there is one big addition. And it's Jason Saab, Tessie New, Dane Laurie, David Fusatua, Bailey Simonson, uh, Aaron Mayer from the Storm as just a placeholder for now. But the big inclusion is Brian Toto from the Penrith Panthers. Now, if Aramea isn't named, that's an easy downgrade to someone like a Brian Kelly, and I can use that money to upgrade Aramea. So, a bit of a uh, bit of Plan B there if Team Lasuza doesn't fall my way. But yeah, Brian Toto is the big inclusion for me. Uh, hopefully, he doesn't play Origin this year, and he can sit in my team most of the year. And fullbacks, nothing has changed. We are still running with James Tedesco as my captain for round one and Ryan Pappenhausen as my last reserve. So that's it, guys. That is the eyes and who's for 2021. That's how we're going to be running into Teamless Tuesday. Hopefully, we don't get uh, shafted too much by the Supercoach gods. But that's my side. I think it's got a pretty good balance. Uh, one thing I've always said to you guys when building your teams is build from the bench. 
And I've got really good bench options, I feel. I've got Josh Jackson, Jamal Fogarty, Connor Watson, and Ryan Pappenhausen as my four reserve options. I guess I can go over the pros and cons of my team. Now, the pros, obviously, is a very, very heavy center wing. Uh, sorry, a very, very heavy second row forward. Now, I'm running, I guess, four, three guns and, and one good mid-ranger. My halves, I've managed to get Cleary in. I've also managed to get Tedesco and Pappenhausen in, as well as running two decent front rowers in Takiyaho and Christian Welch. The biggest downgrades for me, and it's a risk first reward uh, strategy that I've sort of planned out. It's I've obviously got Jaden Braley, I've got Lock and Lamb, I've got Connor Watson now. All three of those guys combined don't even cost a million. So I guess if either any two of those go down, it's going to be hard for me to sort of rejig my team to, to potentially cover for those guys. But they're the risks and rewards you have to take. Another one would be obviously the very, very lack of depth at center wing. But I've used this strategy for years on end. It's worked well. Hopefully, fingers crossed this year, it's not either backfires. But I think I've got a really good balance in my team. That's what I am trying to encourage you guys when building yours is to find that right balance. Don't... Uh, go too heavy in one area and, and light in the other. Obviously, I've gone heavy in the second row, light in the center wings, but I've balanced that out with good reserves, I think. So, like I said, that's my team for now. It's probably going to change after Teamless Tuesday. Not everything's going to go our way. But for now, guys, that's everything. Keep your friends close and keep your pods closer. That's all, folks. 